Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group. Member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter Lowry and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast, where I'm going to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. It's Hunter Lowry here, your host of the show. I'm currently sitting in my podcasting chair, looking out over the roping arena, over the river up here in Auburn. It's just beautiful out. It's starting to get kind of cold. We've been having just like a long time that it's been pretty warm. I've been wearing t-shirts this whole time. Usually it's starting to get pretty rainy by now, but it's finally coming in this week. It's supposed to be down to like the... I don't know. I think a high was like 50s and rainy and oh man, I'm just not cut out for that stuff. <laughs> I'm already getting worried about it. I'm going to have to be wearing 10 layers a day. And the worst part is it feels like it gets dark at 1.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. But I don't know. I guess it's a good thing. Things slow down a little bit. We don't, we're not eating dinner at 9.30 or 10 o'clock at night anymore. I guess it's all for the best. But I know that you haven't heard enough about it yet, so let's talk about the election. (laughs) Before I go into uh, everything with the market and stuff, I don't know, I just have a a little bit of a rant. It's, it's, It's kind of bugging me a little bit. You know, it's unfortunate how much social media has been playing a role with this election and everything. I mean... So many people are so, so divided right now. It, it's it's actually tiresome. I hate looking at it. I hate looking at Instagram right now. hate looking at Facebook. I mean, everything everybody says is just so negative. And it doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on. I mean, it really doesn't. Before, everybody thought that if you only people that didn't like Trump were negative on social media and had all these bad things to say. But, man, it's just flip-flop too. And, you know, people are thinking Biden's going to win. So then Trump supporters are saying the same thing that um, – that Democrats were saying four years ago. I mean, it's just so unbelievably negative and talking about how much, you know, there's so much cheating and finding ballots in ditches and people's votes aren't counting or getting counted twice. And I don't know. It's just, it it never ends. It feels like you can just go down such a rabbit hole. And I, I just don't understand the point of it. I don't know why people waste so much energy you know, trying to find all these things that are corrupt and and everything that's going wrong. When at the end of the day, unfortunately, you know, what's that going to do? We have no power over that. Me sitting here looking through Facebook and getting angry about hearing ballots being counted twice or thrown in ditches is going to do absolutely nothing but just waste my time and, and get me angry and riled up about it. So I don't know. It's just disappointing how it's come to something like that. And the lack of transparency that we have and how much people just want to find every single excuse possible if their candidate isn't winning. And again, doesn't matter what side of the fence they're on. There's, there's people doing it on both sides. And I don't know, just, just an unfortunate deal. And I, I wish that it wouldn't be such a, a major 
part of this election process. But hopefully as things kind of come to an end here that people can uh, come to terms with whatever it is that happens and not be so divided. And, you know, I was talking to my mom about it yesterday, whether or not, again, no matter what side of the fence you're on, I was actually pretty impressed with what Biden had to say yesterday. I don't know if you watched it on, on live TV or not, but basically he just came out and said, you know, um, looks like I'm going to be winning. He, he didn't say he had one for sure yet. He just said that that's, it's trending that way. I believe that our party is going to win. And my goal is to bring the people back together and not be red and blue states. Just be one. Just be an American people. And whether you agree with his politics or not, it was just a great statement. I was just like, man, it was just, it was a little bit soothing and comforting to actually hear someone address that and look at it in that manner. Because I agree, I wish it was a little bit more that way and you could actually have a conversation with people on both sides of the fence. Because at this point in time, if you're, if you're on one side or the other, it seems like a lot of people, you know, they won't, they just think that you're an idiot and they don't even want to have the conversation or, or be intelligent about it. It's just run on so much emotion right now. So I don't know. That's just my, uh, my little rant, I guess. And my hope here going forward is that people can kind of come back together a little bit and, and think rationally and not so emotionally on all of these topics, but we'll see. But anyways, so like I've been saying before, the market doesn't really care who gets elected. You know what the market does not like? It does not like uncertainty. Well, you would think this would be an, a large amount of uncertainty right now with how close the elections are and who, you know, again, people think Biden's going to get elected, but it's with such a small margin. Who knows what's going to happen and how long this is all going to take with all the recounts that may happen. I mean, it could, it could go on forever, it seems like. So how is the market rebounding? I mean, it's been on an absolute tear. It's been absolutely killing it, just skyrocketing right now. And there was so much worry, you know, before looking back even two months ago, everybody was thinking, oh man, if Biden gets elected, this is going to be bad for the market. People were scared. People wanted to move into all cash. They wanted to sell everything if Biden was getting elected. And a lot of people that I've been talking to were even like, yeah, Hunter, I'm liquidating all my positions. I don't want to be invested until after the election, probably, you know, two or three months after, once we have a clear picture of where everything's going, then maybe I'll get back invested. Oh man, I don't think those people are too happy with their decision right now. <laughs> so why is the market going crazy? Well, you know, actually, no matter who gets elected right now, that's not what the market market is concerned about. The market likes a divided government. It doesn't really care who the president is. And that's what we have going right now. Republicans are probably going to control the Senate. And then the Demo if, even if the Democrats win, they won't be able to just, or Biden won't be able to just make all these tax laws right away and all these things that he's been talking about. And that makes the market happy. You know, a lot of people were talking about this blue wave where the Democrats were going to win everything. And you would think, right, that makes sense that that would be less uncertainty. But actually, that would drive the markets down. That would make the markets very nervous that things could be changed that quickly and the Democrats would have that much power. And it would be the same thing if it was a Republican red sweep. And even though that wasn't even a topic of conversation, you know, the markets like a divided government where it's not so easy for changes to just be rapidly made. But I got to tell you, I was a little bit surprised too, you know, listening to how many people and how many analysts were saying that that a Biden election would be bad for the markets and now seeing how much it's just taking off. It was a little bit surprising. But at the end of the day, do you know what that teaches you? You can't time anything in the market. It is just impossible to do. You will lose every single time. And I talk about this all the time. You, you cannot pick 
when to get in and when to get out. It's about time in the market, not timing the market. And I know last episode or a couple episodes ago, I talked about a, a person who I actually advised to get 100% out. And yeah, I still stick by that, that uh, choice because that person needed that money within the next six months and they were going to be getting out anyway. So the amount of risk that was coming on just wasn't worth it. Now, of course, he's probably a little bit bummed right now and he wishes that he was taking advantage of some of this upside. But if there would have been the opposite direction and there would have been a big pullback, oh my goodness, he wouldn't have even been able to buy the house that he wanted. So not a risk that I, I or he was willing to take. But, you know, that's a very rare circumstance when someone needs their money within a six-month time period. Most people are going to be invested for a lot longer period than that. But if you're sitting on the sidelines or just waiting to take any action because you're waiting for that green light to be shown, it's just not going to get shown. It never, ever does. You just have to be in the market and in the game. Now, sitting in a little bit of extra cash like I've been talking about, I'm still doing that. I have been locking in some gains and I actually have continued to over these last couple days. Not big portions. I never liquidate giant positions at once, but just a little bit to build up some extra cash to take advantage of some opportunities that I still think are going to be coming ahead of us. And when I'm talking about doing that, like I said, it's not large, large positions. I'm not talking about sitting in 80% cash in a portfolio, but I do believe that it's smart to go through and capture gains at some times. I mean, I still think that this is a good time to do that because I think it, we're getting to a time where we're going to need to do some rebalancing, move sectors that we're investing in and take advantage of other opportunities that haven't done as well. So having that little bit of extra cash and, and beginning to make this transition into other sectors that we think are going to do well, other Biden presidency, I believe that's a smart move. What's not a smart move is being run by fear and holding out in 100% cash and just not investing in general because you're just so worried about what's going to happen. Well, if that's the case, then when does the worry ever go away? Because you never want to invest when the market's just booming. I mean, right? You don't want to be putting all your money in at the highest point. You want to be putting it in constantly over time. And in order to do that, you have to start at some point. And that's why we utilize a diversified portfolio. You know, in our investments, it's not like we're just investing in a couple tech stocks or a couple healthcare stocks. We're invested in all different sectors across the whole market, across the whole globe. You got to have exposure to fixed income, to healthcare, to technology, to emerging markets, to everything. I mean, that's how that we can weather a storm and we can get through downtimes as well as take advantage of, of the upside like we're seeing right now. And if you have a portfolio built like that that matches your personal risk tolerance, then you're not so worried about a major downturn. Because if you're really worried about that major downturn and losing all your money, then you're just invested too aggressively in my mind and you don't have a diversified portfolio like you should for your personal risk tolerance and goals. And it's actually just, I mean, it's so crazy how much this emotion can play into everything because I've had people that I've been talking to since the middle of the coronavirus. I mean, they were calling me back in February and March asking, you know, hey, what are you guys doing? What are you getting invested in? Do you think it's time to start? And I always tell people, yeah, I mean, if you're ready to invest it, there's never a better time than now. Um, depending on what the market's doing is going to depend how much I think we should take on and how much risk that we should be going after. But you got to get started. And then they were saying, yeah, you know, I'll start probably once the coronavirus is over. Well, coronavirus isn't over and we've still been doing well. <laughs> and then same thing, you know, other people saying, yeah, I'm really worried about this election. And I think that I need to wait until after the election and we have a better idea of what's going on. Well, we're in the middle of one of the craziest election periods ever. 
and the market's absolutely on a tear. So my point being, there's never going to be a, you know, somebody on your shoulder saying, Hey, now's the right time. Make sure to get your money invested. It just doesn't happen that way. So make sure that you're in the game, make sure that you have a diversified portfolio that matches your risk tolerance so that you're not worried about these major swings and you're not taking your money out at the wrong time and missing out on great opportunities like we've had throughout this week. And I still think we're going to have volatile times ahead of us. You know, I was talking to my portfolio analyst yesterday and he said something that was pretty funny. He's like, yeah, you know, whenever you say the word volatility, people always only think downward volatility. They forget that the market can do this and go have such crazy upward volatility. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, I talk about how volatile I thought things were going to be, but I... I guess it has just a negative connotation, but it doesn't always have to. I mean, this is part of what volatility is, these major, major upswings too. And it won't last forever. I mean, there's always going to be pullbacks. There's going to be recessions. It's just expected. So you can't time those things. We can be smart about in sectors that we invest in and smart about how we rebalance and taking gains and some of the up markets. But at the end of the day, you have to have time in the market. You cannot time the market. Well, I hope this helps everybody. Um, hopefully you have been invested and you've just been jumping for joy the last couple days and, and making lots and lots of money over there. And if you want my help and you want to talk about how we're rebalancing, how we're changing sectors, what we see going forward and how our models work, I would love to love to help you out. You can head over to my website at hunterlowry.com and you can schedule a call with me right there to get right on my personal calendar. And if you ever have any questions you just want me to address on this podcast, you can send me an email to hunterlowry at sierraridgewealth.com. It's exciting times, guys. Exciting times with the election. I mean, a lot of stuff going on. Don't let yourself get drawn into all the negative talk and the negativity on social media. And just stay focused on what your goals are and what you want to accomplish financially. It's all going to work out. It always, always does. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Always appreciate the support. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. 